Yo, this is Murder Moose. Whoa. Murder, murder, murder. No, actually, we're we're going by this week. We're going by a nightmare on Murder Moose Lane, um, which is a uh, all the drama in the horror podcasting world that was had been going on in the last week. And so we're we're a nightmare on Murder Moose Lane this week. <laughs> nice, I like. It. <laughs> so if you could see, if you look around on on Twitter, all most of the podcasts on the network have changed their names to something a nightmare on something, because uh, I don't know, Josh, you probably haven't heard this. We had we had a fun little incident where uh, the one of the bigger podcast horror podcasts around a nightmare on on Film Street or yep. I think is what it's called decided that they hopped into a bunch of little little D, uh, little horror podcast DMs and were like, hey, uh, your name starts with a nightmare on. Can you change your name? Because we're the, the popular big podcast. Oh, my God. There. Fuck you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like you 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 literally ripped off uh, you ripped off a nightmare on Elm Street, and then you think that you can, like, <laughs> bol- bully. Yeah. It it was a uh, and then everyone just whipped their dicks out and started slapping them in the face with it. Shut yeah, the hell yeah. up is what they, they got. Said. They got removed from Bloody Disgusting's podcast network. They uh, they uh, good. They they <laughs> to had be honest, uh, I've never heard yeah. of them and fuck those guys anyway. So yep, they uh, they lost a bunch of writers for their website. Like they had a whole gig and they lost everything and i'm like good and th- th- it made it even worse because they specifically it seems they they targeted uh uh podcasts run by minorities too that oh weren't my like god just, yeah so it now was it's like, just a hate crime like come yeah, on guys I mean, you, it's, that's it's, a dumb <laughs> dumb move don't be dumb yep. <laughs> don't be dumb don't be stupid stupid so with we're just laughing and like we kind of like and our uh messages for the podcast network on twitter we're like we're all gonna change our name so like you go look at it it's every it's like a, a, a nightmare on uh de- dead in santa carla and like a, 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 a nightmare beneath the sea it literally and, makes uh, me feel yeah. so much happier to be a part of this network now that we've all band together to just yeah. smack that guy and that yeah that, yeah it's uh it, it was uh it, it made me laugh my ass off just because of the like it's the uh it's the most Karen thing I've ever seen from a like, you know. It's That's like a perfect describing word, by the way. Like yeah. it all encompasses everything that just happened. One word, Karen. Yeah. Yep. Karen, yep. It's Karen. It's like you being that you think because you're a a white female, you can like That's do... the fucking privileged like world we live in, especially the social media world. I have numbers and I have more numbers than you. So you have to shut the fuck up. Like, seriously, yeah. I'm yeah. not listening to you. And yeah. you like numbers mean it's... bullshit. You can buy those things and fuck off. Like, yeah. it doesn't mean exactly. a fucking thing. Especially it's like it's, it's, it's this thing and it's this reoccurring thing. Like Brian and Andy just did a, a whole episode about gatekeeping and horror. And, and like and it was exactly what they're talking about. It's like the stuff where it's like these podcasts like why do you care we're all here to like make content and just like contribute it's not it's not anything other than that it's like i'm not here to like to make millions of dollars i'm doing a show with my buddy who i want to bullshit with everyone on a weekly basis and you're going to come in and just be like a giant cunt basically is what it you comes know what? across i've as. noticed in the past like you know i'm i'm doing a mindfulness class i'm i'm 
getting more in tune with like what it is to be a fucking human again, I guess, you know? Yeah. And yeah. like everything I've done and everything that I've, I've said fuck you to people about, it's all because they don't see it the way that it like be a friend, be, be nice to yeah. people. And yeah. that, that makes everything else just yeah. happen. And like yeah. you were nice to me and I was shut down from the world at the time you met me. I, I wasn't yeah. saying yes to anything. I was saying no to everything. And you were persistent. You're like, no, man, you're you're rad. Like, let's just hang out. And you approached me in the way I needed to, because if, yeah. if you're friends first, if everything else just fucking happens, like in the bands I was in everything like it, we were better because we were all bros and everything was yeah. so fun that we were doing that it didn't matter. And whenever anything in the stress level is down, that's the same with me creating films and everything. Like if you can be in a collaborative yeah. zone and have that, that friend zone and that like everyone's shoulders are down and having good times, everyone works 10 times harder and everyone gets yeah. to like fuck people that are the other way. Like that, it yeah. just doesn't make sense to me. It just yeah. be nice and everything can just be a nice thing. I don't know. <laughs> it's it's a basic principle I try to live my life by. It's I I have a temper. I get mad about shit and like like I'll road rage and yell. I'm not like yeah. swerving. I'm just like yelling in my car. But For like sure. I generally try to treat people with respect and like tolerance and trying to be good to people and it's like it's the I have the the thing that, that like really does affect me more and makes me matter. It's like the people that feel like they're above everyone else. Like they're yes. like they're more important that they're like just it's be the people Elon. That, Elon Musk. Yeah. He's above everyone, but he is the raddest he, dude. <laughs> and you could you could imagine yourself smoking a blunt with fucking Elon Musk, right? He because does, he is that guy. It's, he's a he's a lizard person. I'm still convinced that Elon Musk is but, a lizard person. But and if that we could he's, all just be as, aspire to be a tiny bit more like Elon Musk in one way or another, he's very successful for a reason. He's smart as fuck. Um, but look yeah. at how like just down to earth he is at the same time, or not even Earth, maybe down to Jupiter or whatever it is. <laughs> it doesn't matter. He's down, right? Yeah. Yep. It's yeah. It's a thing. I mean, especially now in like the last year, we've been through all the shit we've been through as like as a world it's like man you just be like good to people man be nice be like friendly be like dude i will sit there and go out of my way to like record a podcast with someone else or do something else and like if i can and like help people and just hang out and have fun man like i'm not here like it's I'm not we all have our own stresses in life man like every day things are happening and kilking us in the I just said killing and kicking at the same time. It's like <laughs> kilking, uh, kicking us in the ass. And it's just like, all you can do is make, try to make things better for people, not like worse, man. And it's just, it, mm -hmm. it, it's, I don't care if you have like, I do the same thing when I'm streaming. I don't care if you have like two people in your stream or you have like a thousand. If you're shitty to the people in your stream and like, I'm not going to hang out with you and I'm going to watch out. Like all the people I, I, I dig with and I'm down with have always been, good nice people at least you know if i feel like being a, an active participant of a chat i go to my friends like smaller numbered streams and stuff yeah. if i just want to yeah. lurk and and just vibe i go to the bigger number streams because you don't have to like you know yeah. you can just 
it, it's a thing, right? Like I, I like to be an active member of a community if I'm going to be a part. Yeah. And I, I assume that they probably have the panel open where they can see who the fuck is watching them anyways. So they, yeah. I'd see me come in and they see me not talk. They might think like, well, what the fuck did I do wrong today? Right. It's like, I'm just yeah. lurking because I want to vibe today, but I feel bad yeah. that I'm not, you know, so yeah. I, 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 I do those type of things on purpose, but also be, be like black fawn films. They're fucking rad. And they reached out to me and my DMS on Twitter right after the episode went up and they're like, Dude, like I loved the breakdown you guys did. Here's some answers to the questions you had in the podcast. Yeah. I was like, yeah. "What? That's so cool. I love yeah. that." So, like, yeah, they... our questions were like, "Oh, that has to be filmed in a bar, like an actual bar. Like, it looked too good. The production value. No, yeah. it was one set that they flipped around and filmed half of it at one, and then once they were done, they just tore it all down and then switched it around, and that was the oak room." I was like, yeah, that's fucking genius. I love it. Yeah. It's, it's, it's again, it's that thing we keep talking about with these smaller films they're doing, uh, they're doing what they can with the resources they have. And they just, it's knowing what you can do and knowing your limits and what you have, like not even the limits, you're, you're just your constraints on what you're filmmaking with. And it will be interesting to hear what you, you talk about the movie we're talking about, we're talking about versus and that movie I, I looked on, I looked on Wikipedia had a, Ten thousand dollar budget in two thousand. No way. Yeah, I, so this I was, really, that's like the main thing that I wanted to know was what was the yeah. budget for this? Because they, yeah. they didn't. You could tell that they had ideas to one thousand, and they didn't give any fucks. They were gonna get to one thousand, and they yep. did. Man, they fucking yep. did. <laughs> I was t- I was talking about it like yesterday with uh, like when I was doing that episode. I'm like, it's basically. The Matrix meets the Evil Dead is like how I like because it came out in two thousand right after the Matrix, yeah, and is is such an Evil Dead clone at the same time with the same kind of thing. They do the Evil Dead shot so many times, like from in the grass, like or yeah, Yeah. you know what I'm talking about, yeah, the Evil Dead shot. But yeah, dude, that was so. uh, It was so uh, awesome to see the the the, those guys listen to that episode and just dig with it because it was. I think we both really really got into that movie, and it's funny because like one some count that follows me i think they're making a horror movie themselves they're like they're like what give us some suggestions and i was like psycho gorman they're like i'm a hunky boy for life already and they're like i'm i'm, I'm like okay and then go see this oak room and and then uh uh the the they black sky is black sky film i'm sorry is that what it's called um, black fun black fun black fun they retweeted it after i said that and everything like that because they're following you know i'm like and this is my account not even the, the murder yep. moose so like it was dope to see them like digging in and like but that's another reason why i love i don't know I, I, you know i'm from canada it's not like the main reason but like the canadian or just indie production houses in general they understand that the people that are your fans are the ones that are going to champion you so championing yeah. them as well and like it's a yeah. straight up high five back and forth because yeah. we love what you're doing and they love that we appreciate it and are willing to advertise for them as well right like it's a big yeah. it's a big thing and i i want to yell at the top of the roofs of like watch this because people over the years i've been doing like talking about movies for over a decade so everyone yeah. that knows me turns to me now for suggestions all the time i'm just yeah. they know i'm a, a, just a walking movie file okay what what you know yeah. that movie for uh, like my mom has literally said, you know that movie with that guy 
And she said like two things. And I was like, oh, yeah, that was Matt Damon in this movie. And she's like, it was. What the fuck? <laughs> I was like, holy shit. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's, that happens to me all the time, too, because I'm, I, it's been the same way with like me for like, I mean, especially when it comes to horror, but like I watch yeah. a lot of movies and it's like, um, it just, I mean, you, that's one of the reasons why we vibe so well is just the complete love of cinema. Um, oh, yeah. So I'm, I'm really glad they liked that episode and it just, it made me happy. Um, that was, it's a good thing to like have the people producing something enjoy how you discuss it. And I, we're probably one of the first, you know, things to put out like stuff about it because it's, you know, it was just being released and I, I see you could stream it now and stuff like that on yeah. the, the rental stuff. So, um, it was dope. Oh uh, yeah. So Josh, we have one of my, favorite you know it's funny this movie i i just pulled it up on imdb has does not have the word horror in any of the uh descriptions Action, drama, of this movie. fantasy yeah and i'm like how is this how don't you have horror in this there are zombies and like people being murdered for like two hours straight it's like it is that's the I action. understand. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This it movie just is just it. one long action scene after another, after another, yeah. after another, and like they they do reuse a few, like or not a few. They reuse a lot of the techniques over and over yeah. and over again. But like yeah. every scene and action is, I don't know, man. It's it's visceral. It's in your yeah. face, and it. I yeah. love the 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 direct knocks to like other movies from America yeah. that they are definitely yeah. like you said Matrix and Evil Dead for sure but then it's mixed with obviously all the best like tropes that a Japanese movie has with like, oh yeah the ultra close eye shots and stuff I love oh those are just yeah. uh, to me I like J Japanese eyes anyways are just beautiful when you zoom up on them like that and yeah. especially the female character she was always lit so brightly in comparison to everyone else around her yeah i yeah. love that that's such a like asian trope thing to do yeah. as well like the beautified look and she was like almost slow motion the entire time everything she's yeah. it was sweet dude read the read the uh, description for us before we forget like we did okay versus there are 666 portals that connect this world to the other side <laughs> Why six six? Okay, because the devil. It's the number of Satan. Come on, we know. No, three so, three three is. <laughs> These <no>. are. <laughs> Damn it, Josh. Uh, what? Uh, okay, where was I? These are. These are yeah. from all human beings. Somewhere in Japan exists the four hundred and forty-fourth portal, the Forest of Resurrection. Why four 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 though? Like, why wouldn't it be three three three? I, I think yeah I don't know I it, it's I think it's just kind of goofy and it's like you look into the I was looking into the Wikipedia that's where I went and looked but at the, the it's the a thing. comedy on something else like it's definitely a comedy like this is yeah. gotta this is like there I was laughing so hard yeah at well, so dude, many parts like the 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 leader of the first like gang of the. uh like the, yeah <laughs> that guy is every time he's on screen you're like oh my god this guy is hamming it up to a level just that is. Like, Every Hysterical. time his hand movements, his other yeah. hand that's not holding the weapon is like doing yeah. something weird the entire time. And I yeah. I was mesmerized by him. Yeah. Like the entire it, time it, he was on screen, I was mesmerized by him. Yeah. I was like, what the fuck is he going to do next? <laughs> like with his foot yeah. all of a sudden, like, what yeah. like <laughs> that between him and the, the guy that just 
gets knocked out. Uh, the jacket. The guy that gets <laughs> that gets knocked out like thirty seven times oh, in the man. movie. <laughs> he was just like he like he runs into characters, screams, and runs away. Like the whole time, you're like, what the fuck? This um, is gonna be a movie that I tell people to watch yeah. so many times now. Like. Yeah. If, if yeah. you haven't seen, like, what was the last Japanese film you saw? It doesn't fucking matter because you haven't seen Verses and you have to see <laughs> Verses now because that is the yep. only Japanese movie that you need to see it's, right now. It's funny because it was, I, I originally seen this movie before even um, A Midnight Meat Train came out. And it was why I wanted to see Midnight Meat Train because it was, it's directed by Ryu Katamura, I think is how you say the name. Yeah. Uh, uh, it's the same director. I'm not going to argue um, that one. <laughs> yeah, and what's well, funny because he ends up he's done he's done a bunch of movies and he has this uh, Tak Saka Saka Gucci in all of them and like he ends up he's in Midnight Meat Train in like one of the scenes I loved on Midnight the, Meat Train. I got to yeah. rewatch that. I don't really re- yeah. overly remember it, but I just remember being like that was bizarre and I fucking loved it. Yeah. So he does like he's got a whole series of kind of quirky weird sci-fi slash horror movies that he did with this guy and they're all kind of out there like i have a bunch of them on dvd like three of them on dvd there's like this uh, one's called alive i think was one of them and i can't think of any more of the titles right now but like they're just all like out there and over the top but like i i laugh because this movie just completely embraces what it is and and uh has you're talking about it being japanese and being like you know embracing the japanese thing i like the 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 FBI agent slash cop or whatever he's he is that's Canada, like chasing, yeah <laughs> he's from Canada but he was trained at Quantico and he's like the most like anime character <laughs> yes. ever and and his huge yeah. fucking sniper rifle thing yeah, he has he's, like a fucking yeah. car terror it, it's like the Barrett fifty cal and he's just yeah. got like they're driving around and it's like what the hell and then his stupid he's friend that, that's the <laughs> Oh, he's trying to. He doesn't do a very good job. But um, his friend who like who lost his hand at the beginning of the movie, like, <laughs> but you don't see him. And he, the guy would have bled to death like hours ago. And you're just like, what? What is going on with this guy? And uh, it, or it's the, the, the sheer amount of blood on that one spazzy guy's face that just like yeah, yeah. continues to get more and more for no reason whatsoever. Yeah. He just yeah. is covered in blood all the time. Yeah. Well, that's it's funny. Like the one point he's his face is covered in blood and he gets hit in the face. And like, I think that there's like more blood coming out, coming of, his out of his nose, nose but yeah. you, but you can't even tell because there's <laughs> so much blood on his face. And you're like, they do this thing, and this is such a Japanese thing. And there's like, like from what my my experience with ja- Japanese like like horror movies kind of thing, where they just they completely it's like the the scene in Kill Bill where, uh, what do you call her? Yeah. Chops off that dude's head and just like. It's just blood spraying forever, and they just completely, they completely embrace the over like the top thing. Like it's like the 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 scene where the guy gets his head, like he punches through the guy's head. I love and, all like, those. They yeah. reuse that like hole in the head and the hole in the chest thing, like yeah. the same exact gag for like eight yeah. different people, but it worked every single yeah. time too. Yeah, it's like movies don't do this enough, and they did it like yeah. eighteen times in this movie, and I yeah. loved it. Yeah, it was. It, it you could tell that like, this was a. It's very much like it reminds me of things like early Quentin Tarantino, yeah, and, totally. and not like the not that high of quality, but it's it's that thing where it's like 
you could just tell that the people there making this were just having a fucking blast and like we're like this is just hysterical and like I, that's what this movie reminded me of like that story i yeah. told you at the beginning like the the zone where they're all friends they all yeah. know what they're trying to do and they were just having a fucking blast the entire time and like yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. no i'm it's, gonna make you crawl down the tree now <laughs> yeah <laughs> like it was so dude good. And you know, you know, because there are so many zombies in this movie, they just got like people to go like, hey, you know, we'll give you like a lunch and like 20 bucks here. Come like dress up like a zombie for a couple hours. And we're and zombies looked actually good, too, though, like $10,000 for all those special effects. Like they're like some of the worst special effects in this movie were the guns and the like fireworks they had in the end. Yeah. You could see yeah. the sparks and stuff. That yeah. was hilarious to me. But like yeah. the the actual blood and like special effects makeup and stuff was yeah. awesome. Like it yeah. didn't look bad at all. And the, the blood was really bright, but because there was so much of it, it looked awesome. Yeah. So I have to ask you, like there's a thing that it was watching that rewatching this. I have well, this movie probably five or six times total. Um, the the weird the weird like color filters they do at times especially yeah. towards the end of the movie like where it's like they do the red filters at the like the last mm-hmm. like the last big fight sequence of the movie and then like there's like blue fil- like they do these very like filters that i kind of associate with them like having with specific characters throughout the movie like the prisoner or like whatever who was you know the one being I was uh, trying to understand that myself because the first time it was uh introduced was on the female character and that's where like she was overly white all the time but then they they did it so like when she was first introduced that was like yeah. what I'm talking about it looked like they changed to like they had three different cameras only one of them was uh HD and all the mm. other ones were like or no, but then one was like a camera that they got from a parents and the other one was like, yeah. n- shouldn't have been using it whatsoever. So yeah. <laughs> that's, I just thought they were trying to make those cameras look better because yeah. they just were almost unusable yeah. because yeah. one was used as the action cam for sure. Cause like, like really fast yeah. moving one, it didn't matter yeah. what camera you're using. It just, it add it almost added to the visceralness of the fight when it all of a sudden was really shaky and like n- the footage didn't look so good. Like yeah. it, 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 it tied the things together because you could see, like if they if they kept the the main shot going too long, you could see the glue of the fight. They're all yeah. amazing, like yeah, fighters or you know, yeah, stunt. The choreography, yeah, the yeah, choreography the choreography is, is great is for like great. <laughs> it's it, it really is in like it, it we're gonna it, it's kind of hard to talk about characters in this movie specifically because you, you look on it on imdb literally the only one who even has kind of a name is the main character and it's his the like he's a prisoner like who just broke out of jail at the beginning of the movie and it's just so his like luke kang to me from like mortal Kombat yeah. back in the day yeah he's got that long hair yeah. uh and but then he he puts on the le- he puts on the neo leather jacket halfway through the movie and it's like you know what i, I laugh about that. yeah when he puts that jacket on i'm like but like the shirt that guy was wearing where like there was like big old hole in his chest i was like where <laughs> did the chest yeah where did his guts come from um so yeah so like the, all the other characters like are are we're just kind of you kind of have to describe them because literally this is the character names on imdb prisoner ksc2303 the man the girl Yakuza leader with butterfly knife, motorcycle motorcycle riding Yakuza with revolver, 
crazy Yakuza with amulet. Yakuza with glasses. Red-haired assassin. That Long-haired guy was hilarious, assassin. by the way. The red-haired assassin. That yeah. was the one special effects makeup that was not good at all. Yeah. He had the oh, pizza yeah. face at the end. Yeah. <laughs> like, it yeah, looked cause... good at first, and then he started getting kicked around, and all of a sudden he just had, like, a pepperoni pizza on his face with sunglasses yeah. over it. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, and that's what, like, it's so, like every time he fought that guy a couple times. Because <laughs> like that, like they the go so they kicking motion. Yeah. They go they go into this like the guy who escapes from prison and he's trying to get this uh meet these dudes uh to like get like the guy he escaped with is like set up this like rendezvous, but like it ends up being at this four 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 force of resurrection. And so it's funny, the the guy it's one of the most the only thing in this movie that, that like is kinda of like uh, the the main character hits the, the the female like three or four times in the movie and keeps knocking her out. It's kind of like it's kind of cringe, so, you know what so I mean? Two thousand, yeah. I guess. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And uh, but like he's like, but it was a they joke the, though. I was laughing. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I, it's <laughs> just go over there yeah. for a sec. But he just yeah. knocks her out instead. It's, why did you tell her yeah. to go over there if you're just gonna knock it, her out? It doesn't. Make well, sense. especially it, it's like he's doing like. He's like doing a Vulcan death grip or something. Like he just yeah. smacks her in the back of the yeah, neck. Like, like he, he karate chops her. her in the neck and she goes down. Yeah. yeah. Um, and they, when they all meet with this, these gangster guys, they're like, they pull her out of the car because the other guy is like trying to get them all to meet because of this event. But like they're beating this girl up or not even beating her up. They're being rough with her. And uh, he's like, I'm a feminist. <laughs> and it's just the way he says it yeah. is just so. It's so ridiculous, and it's 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 it, it's perfect cheese because you could tell that they know it's kind of cheesy, and they're like all like the main character that they went all in, yeah, and it, yeah. like if you choose, oh, what was I gonna um like high concept stuff like this? You gotta just like you can't yeah. you can't like all of a sudden try and take it seriously because oh yeah you can't like it yeah. has to go fully all in in this direction for this to work and that's why this movie yeah. works so fucking well yeah. is because yeah. they're like no 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 we're already all in so we can do that and we yeah. can have the zombies have guns and i'm gonna kick this zombie in the nuts too yeah <laughs> like I, that was the best i was like you just put icing and whatever and that was the cherry like yeah. the icing was fucking zombies with guns and then he kicks them in the nuts and they're like reacting to it i'm like this is the yeah. best like this is everything <laughs> hey, it makes the the like i think one of the most memorable like the, there's a bunch of zombie fights in this movie because they keep running into like the 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 criminals that they're meeting had they say at one point basically this is where they dump their bodies or like they've <laughs> killed people they're like they're just like there's like where are they this is where we buried everyone but like they're fighting at some point all these zombies and like there's two the one guy sir, with a zombie in each side of him and they point guns at him and he like he's like looks at him and he like leans back and they shoot each, each other, other. <laughs> instead. It's such a like and western thing, right? Yeah, yeah. It's like he's like it's one of those things where it's just like they're taking advantage of the zombies just being zombies, right? They're like they're not smart and uh and it just it makes it like yeah, it, it, this the the other thing I really do enjoy about this movie, and it's one of those things where when I got real in the Japanese movies for a, a little while, they sword fights are like so rare. I feel like in cinema, like especially now, right? Like I I don't know how often I actually see a good sword fight in a movie. It, it's kind of like 
when how often do you see a good bank robbery like robbery like that's actually shot like right in like feels like that tense and everything like that it's like sword fights don't happen in uh like well, american cinema did it and it's like wow the bar is set so high now and then dark knight did it really well as well like christopher nolan takes it you yeah. know for bank robbing seats like i don't know like but swords man but that you know we don't have a culture that is like yeah samurais and that type of stuff like yeah. so unless you're going out of your way to watch like that new fucking arthur movie or some shit like nobody did no one asked for that by the way and nobody yeah. watched it so just stop <laughs> yeah it's it's not part of our like but i enjoy sword fights man and the, like it's it was impressive when at the, oh. especially at the end where they like they do that sword fight and it's like i love the cool. part where they are fighting so hard and then they accidentally switch swords and they the one guy's like making fun of the like edge yeah the, add on. <laughs> he's like this stupid thing he's yeah like, he's looking that, at it like but that like really gives you uh insight into like their characters as well like yeah. it's like the sword is like everything and he's yeah. got the dagger on the end uh, it was badass man like yeah. 10 grand and they got that yeah. much production value out of yeah. like they made their own weapons and stuff you could tell those yeah. weren't like real they added the sounds but like it didn't matter they looked fucking dope man yeah yeah it's it reminds me a lot actually in like like in like psycho gorman in that like you could see that they just embraced what they had yes. with their low budget right and it's like and that's why it's that first thing you watch this movie and you especially when you go in not knowing you're like, holy fuck, this is just like a Japanese love letter to Evil Dead. Like, it is, it's not completely the same, right? Because, like, but, like, you, like you're talking about the camera angles and oh, yeah. they, they, it was, like, just all the things that they love. Like, you could tell that the, the guy, the, the director is, like, loved anime, too, because, like, you're talking about the FBI agent is very, you know, anime character. But, like... When they're sword fighting and they 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 swing and they swing so hard that the like the leaves pop up like in yes, like the like the, I the love that stuff wave so yeah much. yeah and it's just like they built this universe where it's like it's this reoccurring event right they have this event where it's like every like whenever these this female character specifically is like enough old enough and like these other guys are like oh yeah we're gonna. Uh, we're going to try to do this ceremony. Um, this is going to happen, but it's like that, that cool thing where it's like, cause they, they, sh they go back into the, it was like 500 years ago. They said, right. So it's, it's <laughs> like, it's like 1500. The, the, there's these samurai scenes where they're really cool shot and they don't do a whole lot of them, but they do enough that you see like what's happening and you're like, Oh, this the is dope. They, yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Production value out the fucking ass. Like, the yep. whole, whole main chunk of the movie is just in the forest so you know you can never really tell where they are how much they used or how long they were there for yeah but like flashbacks and then that big flash forward at the end it you the set they, they oh yeah and stuff that's where you can yeah. really see the budget in the movie oh dude but. yeah that's that that last scene they where they go into like 90 they say 99 years in the future which is another thing that they're just embracing the yep. the cheese of everything and they're like they're like you could just tell it's like a Godzilla set. Like they're just like these like like fake buildings that they've put the camera down on the ground, and they're just like so they're like this is like all you need is a a like a dude in a kaiju uh, costume like stomping through, and it would fit perfectly uh, with the, that. Uh, I think the thing I appreciated the just the most 
uh, out of this movie was just the sheer amount of like angles and shots they got. Yeah. It like one fight scene, it would like it, there's the main, but there's like at least 10 different like B shots that they get for yeah. one fight scene, like close-ups yeah. of the sword attached to the sword, close-ups of their face getting, and I'm like, this is, and it's all cut so fast that it's like, it, it makes you feel more visually in the fight or something. And I was just, yeah. I was blown away. Just, I, just the close-ups. They're so good at close-ups. Yeah. I think the only thing that sometimes that there were a couple points in this movie where I felt like they excessively cut, like they did too many quick cuts. And like, I always feel like you're, when you're doing that, it's like that, like American movie when you're, when you're trying to make an R rated scene, go to PG 13 kind of thing. But like the, the, the main angle shows, you know, them not hitting each other and stuff. Right. And to keep, a low budget movie with uh, there's obviously a stunt coordinator and everything in this, but like, yeah, you don't want to hurt each other. And like, yeah, I don't know how much time they had to film this. And if it was only $10,000 that, you know, yeah. you got to probably get this more on the one take. So the more angles and the more things that you can cut yeah. to, then again, hiding that glue thing. Yeah. And that's, and that makes sense. And yeah, you're probably right. It's probably, that's why it's the, it's the, uh, they're like, Oh, we can't, it's like, it's very much like wrestling at that point. Like filmmaking is like wrestling, right? Like where you're you're just trying to make things look as realistic as possible. But if you get the wrong angle with that stuff, it's like you could see them not punching I saw each a other. Bunch of not, phantom misses yeah, in, the, in this yeah. movie, but like it, it's it's forgivable because of everything else that's happening into in the movie. Yeah, and it, even if they said they left those in intentionally, I would applaud that too because it adds to the, like the funny value. Yeah. of everything as well. Yeah, well, it's they have the thing where it's like it's. You also they also kind of sell it as like these guys are especially the main character and the main bad guy are like so good compared to everyone else oh that they're just God, like yeah. swinging at them and it's just like it it's funny because the 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 main guy kind of kicks the shit out of a bunch of the the first guys that pop up to like pick them up for the main bad guy and then the main bad guy comes back it, it appears. And then everyone's trying, to, like the bad guys are all trying to turn on him, and he's kicking the shit out of him. So these guys are just all getting the shit, the shit kicked out of him. And then more people show up because they're like, it's that horror thing where like they've killed all the main characters, like like halfway through the movie, and they're like, oh, or almost all of them. And they're like, oh shit, we need more people to kill. Ah, we gotta get like four more people to show up because well, I was like surprised when there was like more henchmen or you know like the red haired yeah. guy and stuff. Like they were part of their own crew. That's when they were like, no, they were, they were the they were the other guy oh, that they were waiting for. Right? Yeah, they they he he brought them in as backup to kick the shit out of the new guy, the the oh, the guy that was like the gang leader, and which was a bad idea because this is the guy that like was here five hundred years ago and seems like he's been alive for all that time and uh, isn't I love like it. the sto- <laughs> That's where this like the yeah. story is so out there, and it, yeah, once you it all unfolds and you, you see the whole thing laying in front of you. You're like, man, this is so ambitious to yeah. like accomplish for a super indie film as yeah. well. Like the, yeah, you think if you have a budget that constraint, you're not going to try and accomplish a story this massive and covers yeah. 500 years. And like, yeah, it, it worked. They showed everything yeah. and I yeah. didn't, I didn't want to stop watching, man. It got yeah. interrupted so many times just because that's my life and everything. But yeah. I was just like, yeah. I can't wait to see what the fuck happens next, man. Because yeah. this is 
kooky in all the right ways. <laughs> yep. It doesn't like really doesn't stop for most of the movie. There are like like there are just like these little calm periods in between like zombie fights or like these like expositions of what's happening yep. and like because you 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 uh, have a main character who doesn't remember anything that happened. He doesn't remember his past life, and then the 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 female character who had been alive and he he ended up. You learn later on in the movie he killed back in the the day. Um, she starts remembering before he does, and uh, it's like this very. It's funny because I've been watching Buffy the Vampire Slayer with my wife, and it very like it has this thing of story element that could totally be from buffy because like they'll sacrificing the 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 this lady for the end of the world kind of thing and it's like man they they just embrace the cheese and just have a good time with it and it's just like it's it's that's why it's so entertaining because it's just like it's like we're we're gonna go balls the wall with everything and we're gonna go fuck this we're having we're it's it's again it's especially the original Evil Dead, which had no budget at all. Like they're just like we're gonna make this movie, and it ended up being kind of hysterical on accident, right? And so they it. turned Ugh. they turned Evil Dead Two into like they intentionally turned that stuff on, and they have a little bit bigger of a budget in the second one, and make it even better. And it's like they kind of like embrace the cheesy in this movie. They're like, okay, this could be a little funny. And it's like, go cam it up. And like the, like we're talking about the main, the one guy, the the villain dude, who's just like completely, you know what? It, it reminds me of a lot. Man. Yeah. Yeah. Me too, dude. Uh, the, it kind of reminds me of like metal gear solid henchmen for a while. Like the, you know, all the, all the, like the bosses of the metal gear yes. game, they all have, they all have like very distinct looks. Uh, they all have like everyone, like, had their like introduction moment where they're just like standing there doing like their specific move like to that yeah. character like the one yeah. the one chick came in with her guns and like Swir! and then yeah. like did her thing and the other guy comes in yeah like it was it was like more like wrestling again yeah like, yeah it's yeah it's that thing where it's everyone is just like they get to kind of do their thing right it's intro. like you're given yeah you're it's yeah you're coming down to the ring and you need wrestlers usually come down to the ring with the same like same entrance like they, they do the same thing every single time it's kind of like that it was like they they they've done this before and they're like okay yeah it was this is where i go uh i put my well, arm up the, at this point main with his jacket he was like yeah flips the back flap i'm out of here yeah so many times yeah. i was just like this is so good <laughs> dude i i wondered with that because like the whole like what like last act of the movie he he gets like shot in the eye like the like the end of the second act and like like they they cover it up but like they also used he's got longer hair and they kind of use that to do like yeah. i think kind of cover that up because they're like i think that the guy might have been like had a way harder time seeing shit like towards the end of that movie especially because oh, yeah. that's that's when the intense fight scenes are at the end of this movie and like they, they but they let you see it and like kind of no there's intense it was, fight scenes the entire time. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's true. But I'm, I'm at, like at the end of with everything. Yeah, the, and the main boss fight. Yeah, it, the thing that they, that's kind of awesome is they, they do break. I mean, there's not like, like I said, there aren't huge breaks, but they, they put these little comedy moments in just to kind of like, 
let you chill out instead of being like adrenaline junkied up for like the whole two oh, yeah. hours, right? Like the the guy who keep we're talking about the bloody face guy. He he has all these scenes where he he keeps getting like knocked out, comings up, runs, he screams, runs away. Butt, but he's got something yeah. in his back pocket. Oh, it's hot! It's hot! It's hot! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so good. And that FBI agent and uh and like who is like I am a master of all fighting styles, and I do do, and it's just his it's. It's so anime or or like old seventies kung fu movie kind of thing, you know. Where it's like no one has ever defeated me in battle. Yeah, and totally. he's the one here talking about. He was like, I was raised in the Rocky Mountains of Canada, or like the like, the Yellowstone, <laughs> or yeah, Yellowstone of Canada, or something Yellowstone like that. Like National it, Park, it, which it, isn't in Canada. Yeah, and something <laughs> like that. I don't even know. Yeah, I no, I think it's just like in like Wyoming or something like that, right? Um. <laughs> But then he said Langley, um, which is in BC. So, that's but yeah, but then he got, yeah, then he, no, he says he got trained at Langley. The that's the FBI headquarters. That's what that was. But he, Langley so he is in BC, which is in the mountains. So, oh, is okay. But I think at that point when he said Langley, he meant the FBI. He I he was no saying clue. he'd he been Canada. Yeah. I lost my mind. I was like, yeah. this is so fucking hilarious. Yeah. So, yeah. So, he was raised in the mountains by bears, apparently, or something. And, and then, like, went to Langley and became, like, learned how to be an FBI agent. And now, and now he's running around in F... Like, and the the thing that is just perfect is, like, the, the idiot that he's with, he's, like, he, this is another cop, and who who was obviously handcuffed to the main character because this movie, like the first intro of the, the main character you, you see in this movie, he's like walking and he's got a hand handcuffs on or, and uh, there's a hand in the handcuff and it's the most plastic, plastic. hand. You and they throw it down and they don't even add like a, a sound that doesn't make it sound plastic either. It just sounds like he yeah. throws a plastic hand down. <laughs> yeah. <It's> like, <laughs> and you're like, you're like, oh, that's okay. We're gonna, and they don't give a fuck because they're like, you go, you go through the like the movie, and they're like, they're like plastic arms and legs oh, yeah. and shit all over them on the ground, and you're like, they add like a little tiny bit of blood, and they're like, okay, that's good, and they're just like, oh my god, I love this so much. <laughs> it's like, it's. It reminds me of like what would happen if you like shot a movie in like a haunted house or something like that. You know what I mean? Uh, like it reminds the, like... me one hundred percent of the haunted house from Callaway Park. That's the like oh, we live in Calgary and like other than the Stampede, the greatest outdoor show on earth or whatever. Yeah, we don't have like rides all the time or like yeah. theme parks like crazy like America does. So Callaway Park yeah. is this like um, tiny little amusement park that. When it first opened, Flintstones was the thing. So it had the like, it was called like the Flintstone Park or something. So all <laughs> the like stuff is made out of like bedrock looking shit. But then yeah. Flintstones wasn't popular for very much longer after that. So now it's just yeah. Callaway Park and everything looks Flintstones in it. And the haunted <laughs> house is still like this Flintstones-y thing. And it's so <laughs> terrible. This whole movie just like reminded me of the haunted house from Callaway Park. The Flintstones weird house. They, they've updated it now, but it's still still got the yeah. flintstones fucking it's so weird man but yeah yeah the That's, whole time i was like yeah. this is callaway park <laughs> it's i i feel like that these guys didn't have like a filming permit or anything they just went out into the woods and were like yeah we're shooting this in the woods like kind of like evil dead right yeah like they again it's it's i keep saying it but it's obvious like this is like they were like we want to do we want to do our version of evil dead and like had Dude, like evil everything dead, I, Sorry, I got this stupid story about the Necronomicon like DVD set. I was yeah. holding my daughter one, and she like pointed yeah. to the Necronomicon, and she's like, "What's that?" I was like, "Oh, that's Facebook. Never go on Facebook." <laughs> <laughs> I love it, dude. 
Have you? Uh, I don't know if you've been watching it all. Like uh, the second season of Creep Show has been going on, and the uh, there's an episode where they're like they're in this like like TV set in the 70s or something in like Pennsylvania or something. And the the whole premise of the show is like that there's like this guy they have like a like uh, season two is like done already. The, Damn. Yeah, it's almost done. And uh, the, this guy comes on to, like, they have an antique show on this, like, you know, little local access TV network show. Mm-hmm. And this guy brings in, like, it's the ne- Necronomicon, basically. And they don't call it the Necronomicon. Or they maybe they do call it the Necronomicon. Cause it's not, but it's, like, exactly the same book from, like, Evil Dead. And he, like, the... the the guy starts reading it and like everyone in the the stations turning into deadites, but like they nice. don't call them deadites. And it's, it's just and, a and the be- <laughs> yeah. And the best part about it is there's like a painter guy on it and it's, it's a Bob Ross basically, <laughs> but not Bob Ross. And he's like a Vietnam vet. Cause this is in the seventies and he just starts destroying these deadites and it's fucking awesome. And like, it's so awesome and it's really, really entertaining. And the, the episode was, uh, was killer. But that's all you remind me of for that. Um, so yeah, it's it's funny because like this this like when all this happens, it's like you don't know what why it's happening, and they slowly unveil the, the backstory and why this is happening and how there's some the this four 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 portal that they talk about in the the uh, I love that the synopsis yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah. it's so funny uh, there like so this main villain dude who shows up like. About halfway through the movie, he shows up. Maybe like something like that. Um, also, what what made me laugh about him? It was I was trying to figure out how his sword worked. I'm like, how did he put his sword together? Like how? Like I understand like putting the sheath and like all that stuff together, but how did he put the? He like actually just put the sword together and like screwed it together, and yeah. the, like the blade, and then the blade was just like comes together up the full length. And <laughs> yeah. it's, 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 it <laughs> You're like I'm like. What? Because he's like carrying around the suitcase, and you're like, "What the fuck is this?" And it's like, it's his sword, and he like, it's in like three pieces, and he puts it together. And that's like the you were talking about earlier with the the like the weird like it looks like a like a gas thing on a motorcycle handle or something yeah. like that, you know? Like like, but like very punk rocky with spikes. It um, was no, it was metal, dude. It's so metal. Yeah, well, punk yeah. rock too, but like grungy, yeah. punky metal. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And it, I mean, this, this movie, like you read about it and I was like looking into it, like it was originally going to be a short and then somehow got like turned into a, like, you know, a full length movie. And, uh, it's not and, short either. It's over two hours. Like it's, a yeah, full, I know. Yeah. Length movie. It, it was going to be, that's what I'm saying. It was originally going to be a, uh, a, uh, f- like a short. And then. Dude, this got this this got this guy going into enough where he directed a Godzilla movie. He directed Godzilla Final Wars, which is one of the most balls to the wall Godzilla movies you will ever see. Because it's it's basically like Godzilla fights like every single monster that's ever been in a Godzilla movie, he fights and it's like batshit crazy and off the wall and it's it's very like you get the like I used this to watch guy doesn't... movies with my dad when I was a kid. All the Godzilla movies, like yeah, Mothra. Those they were fun, yeah. man. And all this stuff is like it's like he directed a couple movies. It looks like before this movie, like in the ninety seven and ninety six. This was his third movie, and but like, man, you're like, and then he just it, it skyrocketed him into making more movies, and he's still like he had a movie come out like 
in 2020. And like I said, he he did the Midnight Meat Train. So he was doing American movies. And I don't know how many more oh, he did American Dorman? movies. I have that one. I Crazy. I'm not the hugest fan of, uh, what's her name in it? The Ruby Rose. Yeah. She kind of just like yeah. looks pissed off all the time. And then I'm just like, okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, she, dude, she was an interesting thing because she was on that, that, uh, that lo- the first season of the Batgirl show, and she was like, oh, this is too much work. I don't want to do this anymore, basically, is what it sounded like. Really? And, like, Aww. quit after a season, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it, this it's 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 good to see a director who you go, man, this guy loves making movies, and just it goes down and it does this crazy balls-the-wall movie that it is, and then it made so much for him that he, like, he did, let's see, uh, some TV stuff, and then he did, he did a like, movie called Downrange. That's a Shutter exclusive. Yeah. Oh, that was him. I didn't realize that was him. I, I, uh, that the that one's caught my glare of like watching it. I've just never actually Let's watched it. Do where, it, man. I'm looking yeah. at it right now. It looks kind of cool. It's, and, it says stranded at the side of the road after a tire blowout. A group of friends become targets for an and and in egg. Can't even say that word enigmatic stri- sniper i can't talk but yeah that word um but yeah i mean we can watch it at some point for sure um See, so I like to follow directors as soon as i know a director's done something that resonates with me i yeah. attach myself to that director and they are now in my like bag of directors that i need to see more that they've done yeah. or their whole fucking catalog like depending on yeah. how much a movie resonates with me it's like how the fuck did i not know that they did this and this and this? and yeah. then it's just i go on a craze and watch movies by them for like the next month or something oh yeah so it's, it's uh, like doing research or something you know well, dude, it's like it, you get into these things when you're like, I mean, I, I'm kind of like the same way, but with like, I have to more get into like where I'm going to watch. Like, I remember last year when the pandemic started, I, I was like, I got on this weird uh, Jean-Claude Van Damme kick and I was like watching a bunch of old shitty Jean-Claude Van Damme movies. And I'm like, most of these are terrible, but fuck, they're entertaining just because they're like, you know, just, oh, yeah. you know, balls. How many times crazy. he does the splits? Uh, in a movie, like, determines how good that movie is going to be for me. Like, Time Cop was fucking awesome. That scene in the kitchen, man, you can't even beat yeah. it. Like, he's got to do the splits at least twice for the movie to be a banger. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, dude. He did another movie called No One Lives with uh, with one of my favorite people ever in, like, these low-budget... Uh, uh... No One Lives sounds uh, like a movie that I would make because I literally... One of the shorts we did was called oh. Chicken of Men, and that was the it's only Luke. thing that had to happen was no it, no one lives. It was Luke Evans. That's what it was. It, okay, I thought it was someone else. I thought it was Scott, whatever that guy's name is. I can't oh, think Luke of it. Evans. But yeah, yeah, who was when like the Hobbit movies and shit like that. You know, I think I've the... seen this actually. <laughs> I totally well, I mean, have you... seen this. No one lives. I fucking watched this. Okay, that's awesome. The guy, I, guy, actually got to do a loop in the third movie at some point here. Um, which is a big anime in uh, Japan, so it's like it's interesting, man. He, like, yeah, he started doing American movies with uh, with uh, the Midnight Me Train, which I still think I, I've talked about this before, but that that movie is so underrated for oh, like horror. Hundred percent, hundred percent. People, just... Bradley Cooper yeah. is awesome in it. Uh, Vinnie Jones uh, is awesome in it, and it's like it has. It's one of those movies that has that that kind of twist ending that you're like, Oh damn, that's cool. Because you don't ever see 
where that movie goes coming because it it's it's a movie where you're like oh this feels like a serial killer movie and it's not, not like, and at it's all. like it, it, it hits that like it hits that like plot twist and you're like fuck that's dope as shit. this metal as shit as we always say here and uh it's well, uh because i'm a d- metal dude man <laughs> yeah i mean you know what i've been all i've been listening to for the last like two months is ice nine kills nice. and their silver screen and just talking about horror movies and just all everything on there um so i think that like the uh one of the 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 things I really enjoy about this movie is that they, the, the female, the the character in the movie, who's like, whose blood is like key to a lot of this stuff outsmarts basically everyone. Like she's like, she, she figures out her blood is what the guy needs to like resurrect. She thinks she's out. She doesn't really outsmart him, but like she uses it to uh, resurrect no, uh, the he, main she character. Told. I was like, why are you giving her away the fucking secrets, man? Like the, the main, yeah. it, when the, the, the main bad guy of a movie starts to tell the, the plot or his, yeah. uh, what he's going to do. It's just like, well, you're going to get foiled if you tell the people that but are that's, tied up what you're going to do to them. But then, but that's what he needed really. Yeah, right. It's like, it's like he needed her to bring him back. It, Cause it, it, it comes back. He's, he's good at those twist points, right? Where you think yeah. you got it, but it's like, nope, 180. Ha ha. Yeah. I, he's good at that. Yeah, and well, that it explained it gave that that setup for that final like act of that battle totally. and everything like that. Um, I uh, I really enjoy just just how it, this movie just it, it. You said it perfectly, man. You and I both have said before, like when you start going over ninety minutes, it's often hard for our ADHD to just be like, um. Um, well, what's going on? And uh, what's on my phone? And this movie's just like, no, nah, man, it's gonna be like we're gonna just keep throwing shit at you, and you're gonna be, you're gonna have a good time. And this is like it's the kind of movie I would, man. Yeah, I would love to see in a theater. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. But this is a popcorn not, movie for sure. Yeah, for sure. Um, and everything that sets up to that final battle, like the, uh, is just so cool. Like. It's weird, like, like talking about the the camera filters that go over, like the blue and the the green and like grays. Was there a and rhyme then, like, or reason to it though? Like you were you were saying, I don't think there was. It, I was trying to pinpoint that. I was like, I, okay, they're gonna use this for this, but it was just kind of random. It seemed like to me it was like they were trying to associate colors with characters. Like they were trying to do like, oh, this blue is the, for this main character, and then like the. I don't think it was used often enough for that to be a thing. Yeah. Like because it was. Yeah. Like if if it was ah yeah like, it was kind I, of misplaced I be- sometimes. I bet you. I bet you're right though. What you said earlier that it was like the uh, it was a budgetary <laughs> thing, and they probably didn't have like their other cameras weren't as good. Like they probably had one good camera and then two oh, kind of cheaper totally cameras. I could totally see that 100. percent Yeah. They switched yeah. to other cameras sometimes, and, and I was like. Don't use that camera ever again. Yeah. Like the the main camera yeah. is great. That, that camera feels did like, not look good at all. It, yeah, it kind of felt like they were using like, like, like VHS tape. No, no, no. Like things. Yeah, and you're like, well, maybe, maybe this that's why. One hundred percent. Yeah, that they were using. <laughs> oh, okay. Nice. Panasonic. What is it? D- I don't even know what the fuck it is. Yeah, <laughs> but. Something like that. SD, yeah. XD, whatever. Yeah, but I wonder about the other the other cameras that didn't look DBX as good. DBX100. Yeah. yeah. 
I love that camera. I love man. I love your Nosferatu t-shirt. Um, so do I, man. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, it's uh, they it's I actually think, and then they do that one last where they're like they do that one last like cool thing like they they talk about it during the movie that like during the, the back in the day the uh that the main character was like a good guy right like in the 1500 and uh he had stopped this other dude from trying to do this ceremony because he was evil and but like it's funny because then they when they introduce you to this guy they show like he's like killed a bunch of people and that's why he was in prison and shit like that bad guy now yeah he's a bad he's a very like anti-hero for most of the movie but it's like you're like oh but he's still like gonna stop this other guy and he gets you know resurrected and and comes back and and beats him but then like they hop 99 years into the future and it was a bad thing to happen because this motherfucker like basically it's the end of the world and it's all because this guy all this shit happened with him and he like basically fucked up the entire world. You're like, yeah. damn, that escalated quickly. Like, and it the girl's was like, man, I should have stayed with you. <laughs> <laughs> the lesser of two evils. Yeah. <laughs> and that's what I also love about that final shot is like all the like all the lackeys that were with the main bad guy in the first part, like in the, the movie are all now with the other guy. And they're all like bald, like they have all been irradiated out, and like are just like it's so like dystopian, like like future kind of thing. And it's like they just went with it, and it's just it the fits perfectly. To that with the yeah, fucking, yeah. Like, paper buildings and stuff. I was like, yeah. oh, that's so good. And then and then they cheese it up so much where like the 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 main character now has like doesn't he, he has the other guy's sword right, and he's got like the uh, he's got like. The predator laser beams on yes. it. Yeah, I was like, what and is it's, that? What are you gonna shoot? The blade? Yeah. <laughs> I I just think it's like a like a laser pointer kind of seems like it's like, oh okay, I'm gonna like intimidate you now with this. And it's, it's like, oh my dots. god, I, three red dots. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the predator, dude. And it's like, oh my god, this is so they're oh, just like, you know what? You know what I just heard about Predator? They're filming it in Calgary, where I am, and it's being directed by Dan Trachtenberg, who Without him and the Totally Rad Show, I would not be a content creator today. Like watching yeah. the Totally Rad Show and Dan Trachtenberg and Alex Albrecht and all that, just just talk shit about movies. They this is way yeah. back in the day. This is over ten years ago now. Uh, he's you, do you know who Dan Trachtenberg is? He uh, he directed uh, Ten Cloverfield Lane. Oh okay. And, uh, oh dope. Yeah yeah. And uh, the pilot episode of The Boys and mm-hmm. some Black Mirror episodes and stuff. Like he he just gets it i i don't know mm-hmm. my my buddy and i that were started the rebrew back in the day he's the one who told me it and he's like dude dan tractor is gonna be in town we gotta find him uh, we're gonna i gotta like vlog it or something him and i <laughs> going around calgary trying to find the predator set dude <laughs> i i that's another movie man that is i feel like is completely like underrated like that i don't think enough people ever saw it which is a fucking killer movie or no no uh 10 cloverfield dude it was unreal in imax yeah well dude it's it's that movie is just dan uh what's his name uh what's his name uh john main actor john John goodman Goodman. just like acting his balls off like like he blew me the fuck away yeah yeah. i didn't know he had that side to him yeah scary yeah it's a very very like both like for both like 
it's just like he's just a scary motherfucker in that movie that and you don't get it right away and it's not like appearance See, it's just like actions i was i was uh, okay like cloverfield is hit and miss with a lot of people which i don't understand because i fucking yeah. loved the first cloverfield yeah I, like i found footage to me is a is is like an, an obtainable like genre for indie filmmakers and stuff so oh yeah I yeah yeah found footage movies done to the to that scale like was yeah. just mind-blowing to me but then uh knowing that it was going to create a universe and then that was the next movie we got i was like yes people were pissed off because yeah. and that movie went under the radar like crazy because yeah, yeah. it was a smaller one it was confined it had a smaller budget it all worked so well but then yeah. the next one the paradox which wasn't supposed to be a cloverfield movie yeah, and they another... should not have tied it into a fucking franchise that i now adore that was yeah. a big backhanded smack to my face because it was a yeah. it was an all right movie but it was not a fucking cloverfield movie yeah. and oh, i got two middle yeah. fingers up to that fucking movie yeah, it was why I never watched it because I had heard that like it was like not a and then I heard the reviews and I'm like oh Great. And there, there's some actors in that movie I really like. The guy from the IT crowd. There's in that cool movie. parts, man, but yeah. it's not a Cloverfield yeah. movie. Yeah. They tie it in at the end, and it's just like, or you, I, know, you could see the rewrites in the movie. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Well, dude, it's. I mean, I've been talking about this a lot. Like it was, we. I did that the Trick or Treaters podcast last night, until we talked about sequels, and one of someone brought up Saw. And no, I don't think anyone had Saw on their list, but we talked about it because we're talking about horror sequels, yeah. and. Uh, like that's like Saw Two. Saw Two was literally not a Saw movie, and it like it the the script came and I know a guy who went to school with the director of that movie and he wrote the s- script yeah. and nobody wanted it and then Saw hit and they're like okay let's make this a Saw movie and it's just like that was it, it was the same kind of thing man where the original Saw is such a fucking masterpiece and I'm yeah. sorry I, I'll say it Saw I is a masterpiece in it. horror. And they just took it into this like torture thing and like did all this stuff and like just well, did cringe movement. It was like almost yeah. a decade of torture porn that we had to endure. If you didn't like torture yeah. porn movies, at being a horror yeah. fan, we had yeah. to endure. That was all the fuck was coming out. That everyone yeah. was going to it because it was a new, essentially a subgenre of horror that was yeah. like killing it at the box office. Like I still like Hostel, ish, yeah. but like yeah. you know, it's hot. Hostel's entertaining and like the second one ending is really dope. Like the end, uh, the cool ending kills. is like if you yeah. go like I love my gags, man. Like gags are what make good gory movies good. Because if you don't have yeah. good gags, then you got nothing. And Hostel yeah. has a fuck ton of good gags. So yeah, and it's one of those things where it's one of the better stuff thing things that what do you call him? The director did. Uh, what's his name? I can't even Eli think of his Roth. name right now. Yeah, Eli Roth did and. Between that and Cabin in the Woods, oh, Cabin, or, Cabin so good, not man. Cabin though, it's Cabin Fever. Okay, Cabin okay. Fever is yeah, yeah is no, the other like, things. He's, but that, that again, he showed in that movie. That's his indie first whatever. Like he yeah. he could do the special makeup effects, like the stuff on the legs and everything. I yeah. felt that watching that movie in the theaters. Yeah. I was like, oh my god, ah, yeah, like that yeah, was when great. that. Yeah, when that woman's shaving her legs and just oh, pulling strips god, of flash off. Is, yeah, yeah, it's it's horrifying I and it's like one of those things that sound yeah you do those dude you do those things and it's just like uh it's like the the it's like some of the things that have stuck out to me doing this podcast with you i think of like i think of like uh anything for jackson where yes. like the 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 the, the 
the flossing scene or the yeah. sounds they use with that and stuff like that. And you're just like, oh, I mean, it's just like you could do so much with you. You, it, you just use that sound stuff like design in, in these movies. And the, the, this is funny that like you were talking about it. We go back to verses like the verses is like has a pretty good sound design for what it is. And like they use like they use like kind of that combination of Kung Fu kind of like, you know, sound effects a little bit. And then yeah. just that, which is perfect for that slight tone of cheese that this movie has totally. um, and all that stuff. And so, man, it's, it's, that's this kind of stuff that can just complete out a movie like this. And I, I am really happy that like, that this movie like went as far as it did with this guy's career. I think I have like five of his movies on six of his movies on DVD. I have, Versus, I have uh, Alive, I think I have Aragami or Azumi. I can't remember which one of those. And then I have Godzilla Final Wars and I have, uh, 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 what do you call it? Midnight Meat Train. So I've, I've seen a lot of this guy's work and I, it's, uh, Man, it's I'm just, good. I'm just happy that I'm doing this show. Like I do tend to watch a few more foreign movies than... Uh, like most people anyways, but I don't feel I was watching enough because like you're putting movies like, cause you know, time constraints, a thing, Uh, even the Oscars this year, like most years with the Oscars, I like do the, like the, the bender and watch all the movies so I can have my own opinion before the, the best picture comes out and stuff. But with, when it comes to the Oscars and whatever, it's always so overly predictable. Like I do the game and stuff. And I, I, I think the last five years running, my score is well over 90% because it's they're just yeah. so fucking predictable. It's like, I don't even know this person or the movie they're in, but that person's going to win because of this, this, and this that happened this year. They want to do this inclusion here, and they want to do that. Like, I just, it's all, yeah. it's not just the movie. It's the 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 politics that go and what's going yeah. on in the world as well, right? you got to follow yeah. all that shit, and then you can yeah. really see through all the decisions that the Academy yeah. is making, yeah. right? Yeah. Oh, dude, it's it's we did so much Korean because there's so many like I feel like in the last decade, Korean films have caught my like imagination more than anything. But like there's a thing where when I started getting into like 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 foreign horror and foreign movies in general, it was a lot of Japanese movies. It was stuff like versus it was stuff that like was coming out and that was just like doing leaving impacts and it's like i've gone out and seen stuff that like i think has made an impact on me like i I, not everything takashi Miike does is my cup of tea like uh auditions when those movies were like i really enjoyed watching like yeah that comes up in any conversation you talk foreign movies everyone says audition that's on the top of most people's lists well, it's it, that th- that's the thing with that movie. It was just on. It was funny, like listening to people talk about it because it was on the we gotta do it uh, the, on the drive. Got to talk about it. Yeah, we'll do it at some point for sure. But they just did it at the last drive-in this this uh, last week, and so it's good it on Shutter. So it's it's funny hearing people like who've never seen this movie like watch it for the first time, like holy shit and I'm like that's not even his crazy movie like like auditions like a normal takashi Miike movie you go watch fucking the ichi the killer where like the opening credits are like in come like that's how they do the ted like the title crawl at the beginning of the movie yeah. You're like oh this motherfucker is just like bonkers and it's it's wonderful and it's just like yeah there's a lot like there's a lot of japanese cinema like 
I kind of want to go into uh, some of the stuff like on ABCs of horror, like when it gets to the more Japanese parts where they're just like the the torture scene is two guys sitting in a room and they have to jerk off and come to shit coming into the room and it gets grosser and gross. I'm like, this isn't horror. This is just wrong on so many levels. And I'm not okay with this. (laughs) Like, that's how I feel about it. Right. Because then the last one, there's like a kid or something being like killed or something like that. I was like, Uh, this is not cool, man. Like, yeah, it's funny because like uh, there's I have more Japanese. I I think I'll probably just hit a stretch of Japanese movies here. Like I I kind of want to go through and go watch. I want you to see Tokyo Gore Police because oh, oh you've Tokyo seen Gore Tokyo Police, Gore. Yeah, yeah, you've seen it. I was explaining to to Kyle from Trick or Cheers last night. I was like, just think of the the it's a musical, like actions. It? It, no, it's not. Oh, no, that it, was but, uh, what was that one? That was... you're probably thinking of. Repo the genetic Repo, copper, yes, probably. Yeah, the, the, yeah, but Tokyo um, Gore Police is yeah, it's, it's like a, Power Rangers, Power but with Gore. <laughs> yeah, that's how I tell so, it to people. Yeah, just like yeah, oh, that's what like, I kill Bill amounts of blood. Oh, cool. Yeah, which is just it's a Japanese thing, and it's like yeah, uh, it will be interesting because like we like I kind of like this groove we've gotten into where we kind of do like like a Canadian or a very like indie thing that you pick out. And then I pick out some off the wall bonkers shit. Well, the from, only like, reason I'm picking these ones is they're just coming out or they're just oh, yeah. getting onto my radar. Which is, and they're all from yeah. Black Fawn or like yeah. Raven Banner and just like fucking, I don't know. I love Canadian cinema though. Yeah. So, so if you get a chance, go watch versus it. This movie is like around, uh, I have it on DVD, like I said, uh, but it was on Tubi. I watched it last year on Tubi. I don't know like if it's where it's streaming at this exact second, but check it out. It's entertaining as fuck, especially if you're an Evil Dead fan. This movie is just, it's it's chef's kiss. Yeah. It's chef's kiss. That's what it is. It, it's, it's just so fucking That's entertaining. That's I felt after. I was just like, yeah, yeah. I feel like I had like a weird, satisfying pizza that I've never tried before and didn't know that yeah. those ingredients on the pizza were going to be that fucking good. And I ate the whole yeah. pie, man. <laughs> it's, it, it feels like when I, the first time I had like, like octopus balls, uh, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> the fried octopus, you know, like, where I was like, so that chewy, doesn't, so, yeah, you're like, that doesn't ever sound like it's going to be good. And you're like, oh my God, it's weird, but it's, it's so good. I, and I'm that's a texture guy. So like the chewiness yeah, yeah. was too much for me. I was like, yeah. I don't think it should take this many bites to get through <laughs> something. Yeah. 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 That's a lot of people like that. So Josh, you're on the same page. Go watch this movie. Oh my um, God. But- yes, please do. Like I just, I, I had to go to uh, my tattoo artist place. Like I do uh, photography and like videos and stuff. And I, the first thing I said was, so when was the last uh, Japanese film you saw? <laughs> fucking watch yeah. versus now. Yeah. Dude, the the poster of this movie is fucking awesome, too, with him standing there with a sword on his shoulder on the back. And it's, and it's dope. It's a it's a really cool poster. Oh, by the way, you did that. You did that Oak Room poster and it was fucking dope. And I really Thanks, enjoyed buddy. the poster. Well, if um, you haven't seen the movie, I realized after my monitor on this one is a little brighter. And then I look on my phone. I was like, no one can tell that those are fucking beer balls. But it, it's almost if you've seen the movie, it the poster that I did yeah. totally makes sense, one hundred percent, and it's giving yeah. away everything, but not yeah. at the same time. It's a subtle yeah. hint and stuff. Yeah, yep. So, what are we gonna be watching next week, Josh? I was supposed to think about that. <laughs> I mean, you don't have to. It, like, we can you can think about it for. The, I just didn't know if you had something else in mind right now. I mean, uh, I do have that list, but no, not off the top of my head. I, I mean, you could like also sticking out. You could we could do downrange that you just talked about that's on shutter. 
um, or whatever or else. Back else to Ponty Pool, like we didn't do. <laughs> I mean, you want to do Ponty Pool? Oh, I'm totally down with Ponty. doing Ponty. Uh, like that's a movie I need to see anyway. So, fuck. Are we doing do it, it, man? Okay, take two. Pony pool next week for but Murder Moose. If, if I uh, randomly come at you with a random with a, other movie in the middle of the week, go fuck you. We're watching Ponty Pool. <laughs> okay, I'll do that. I'll, I'll be like, no, Josh, no, Josh, bad Josh. I'm gonna like smack you in the nose of the newspaper. No, don't you no. remember anything? No, and I'll say no. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> okay. Oh well, God. another dude. I, I'm I'm really happy that you enjoyed uh, versus. It's one of those movies where it's How like could I not. How I know I I thought I, th- I thought you were going to, but it's you always go like this movie is like it's actually one of those movies that really gated me into okay like I have, oh, Japanese I need, movies. I so hear, I need to hear two movies that you a movie file have uh, recommended to a friend, and then they came back and said, "What the fuck is your problem?" Because I got two right off the top of my head that I'm so proud of to recommend to people. And both of them came back with, what the fuck was that, man? I, the only thing I could think of is uh, I got Brian from Dead in Santa Carla to watch Old Boy, and he didn't like it. Uh, so that's like the one the thing that's like, I think I think that maybe some of the stuff with the kid and all that stuff, and yeah, he's yeah. got kids, might have fucked with him a little bit. So that's the one I could think of. For me, uh, but, okay. One was he's totally into horror movies and i told him to watch the void and he didn't like it at all too indie i guess he's not really into indie films yeah so I'll, I'll i'll forgive dan my tattoo artist for that but my other friend who isn't so much into horror movies i was like yeah. dude you gotta watch dead in breakfast it's a it's a zombie musical it's hilarious and it's indie it's dead yeah. in breakfast it is so and he came back and was like no no dude no i was like what yeah it's not to like it's so good but i i guess but still uh, those are two two movies i'm gonna leave this show with anyone that's still here watch the void and dead in breakfast those are oh dude on. i mean void is again it's the legacy it's the godfather of a psycho gourmet yeah. so it's a a show that like yeah you should definitely check out so i just the uh, triangle, no i like uh, KKK costume thing they did like it yeah. looks so menacing and then they they did Dude. that rip on what was that uh, what was that movie the scene where the, the they're in like a hospital and then the the doctor comes out like following her really quickly it's like oh that's Exorcist three Exorcist three yeah they like rip on that scene in the void as yeah. well and I'm just like oh the like nods to like really cool scenes and st- that universe you know that how- they created is just so yep. cool and I wanted to see more. The, the the way they the people sold me on that movie before I ever saw it was like they're like if you like the thing sold <laughs> so I mean it's yeah it's yep. practical effects man yeah. you say practical effects to me I'm all in I gotta oh. see it yeah <laughs> oh just coming everywhere I'm just coming everywhere so Pony Pool uh, uh next week I'm not I'm not sure what movie we're gonna be reviewing because Josh will come up with something else over the weekend no I, I I'll, I'll make movies, sure man I want to watch all. <laughs> let's do it. Okay, buddy. Yeah, so we are MurderMoose.com. Our our website, or our Twitter is actually now MurderMoosePod, but it's it says, like, the you could have your name and then, like, the actual Twitter handle, but, like, the name is right now is Nightmare on Murder Moose Lane because I thought it sounded better than Nightmare on Murder Moose Street. I don't know why, but it sounded better to me. Um, but, yeah, that's that. Uh, MurderMoose.com. 
Uh, you g- search for Murder Moose on on it YouTube. Been lake. You Come fun. on, on Murder Moose Lake. I know, but it's. I wanted it to be like a street I think, to kind of go on the Elm Street. So, so two middle fingers was... up to that Nightmare on Fucking Dickhead podcast. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> yes, fuck them in their asses with a gigantic dragon penis. Um, yeah, so that's everything, man. Uh, Josh is Josh WRB everywhere. I'm Roger underscore Johnson most places. Um, so you can find me there. So. Um, Josh, I'm, this was a blast as usual, so I love your face, and uh, Pony Pool next week. Ooh! Okay. Bye! Bye! <laughs>